From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. I'm Marty Michelson. Each week, I discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. Here's our latest conversation. Hey, JR. A couple of national polls last week decided to do their own hypothetical head-to-head matchups in the Wisconsin governor's race. One poll had Democratic hopeful Tony Evers ahead of Republican Governor Scott Walker by 13 points. The other one had Evers ahead by 7 points. What do you make of this, and do you think these results make the Walker camp nervous? As I've kind of talked about before, I'm a little bit of a polling geek, and so when I look at surveys, and I always look at their methodology, and there are a couple of questions I have about the last two. I mean, one, the the NBC poll that had uh, Walker down 13 to Evers. Some people think that the sample is a little bit too democratic. Uh, the one from Emerson that was out this week, half the surveys were done with auto-dial calls. The other half was done with an, uh, online samples. So they're, the bottom line, though, is there are some people who say their own polling, that they say is better, you know, maybe more methodologically sound, does have Walker down. It is an indication that he's got an issue. Meanwhile, Governor Walker launched a handful of ads promoting Foxconn's potential impact on Wisconsin, while at least two of the Democrats vying for the chance to unseat Walker in November, Tony Evers and Malin Mitchell, launched their first TV ads. Is this about the time when we start seeing a lot of ads, and why is it important to go up on TV? Well, you know, it just it's race by race, and here we have a very crowded Democratic field that, you know, eight candidates running right now, and they've had a hard time raising money, and so they're not as unheavily as on TV as I've seen in other races out in the primary, but they, it looks like they're conserving resources, trying to do a, a frantic final push on this and try and get their name out there, because... It's just a, a fact of life in politics. Unless you're up on paid media, it's hard to build your name idea. You can do a lot of visits around the state. You can do all kinds of you know forums and stuff, because of news coverage. But until you're up on radio or TV or doing digital ads, voters just don't notice you as much. It's just a fact of life. At the same time, Democratic U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin launched a TV ad targeting her opponents in the Republican primary, Leah Vukmir and Kevin Nicholson. In the ad, the narrator accuses Vukmir and Nicholson of failing to stand up for Wisconsin jobs. So is it unusual to air an ad targeting your primary opponents? Uh, Why not wait and save the money for the general election? Uh, You know, it depends on your perspective. I mean, the Nicholson campaign wants to drive a message that, you know, Baldwin's trying to play in the primary because they feel like they're more targeted in that, that ad than, than Vukmir is. To the, the Baldwin folks, you know, just a way to, to drive how she supports this by American provision, these guys don't. And I've heard arguments back and forth about who would be a preferable opponent for Baldwin uh, coming out of the primary, you know, and they, they both have pluses or minuses in terms of what challenge they present to her. but. She's got a huge advantage for resources right now. Um, she can put this ad up there, put money behind it, and try and drive up the negatives no matter who comes through after August 14th, the voters start to see a different side to them. I mean, we're seeing attack ads from the Republican, you know, the super PACs that back Nicholson and Vukmir, you know, hitting each other, but this is a different message that, that's a different message from the one that Baldwin wants to drive, and so she's kind of putting it out there in the, in the atmosphere and letting us see how it goes. 
Speaking of the GOP Senate primary, last month during the televised debate between Republican U.S. Senate candidates Leah Vukmir and Kevin Nicholson, both expressed unwavering support for President Trump and his policies. But now Breitbart News, a conservative outlet, has dug up a video of Vukmir blasting Trump more than two years ago during the presidential campaign at an event hosted by some high-profile never-Trumpers. She said Trump is offensive to everyone. Her opponent, Kevin Nicholson, apparently is now exploiting this video. Do you think this will come back to haunt her? Well, it's a good question. You know, I mean, while that video plays up what you said in March of 16, you know, Kevin Nicholson gave money to Marco Rubio during that primary. He's got somebody on staff who wrote something very critical of Donald Trump as a candidate. I mean, they both have folks they're associated with who have not always been on board with President Trump. Why this has become an issue is that they're both really trying hard to embrace him because he's become extremely important in primaries. I mean, if you look at Republican primaries around the country, if he endorses that person, he's had a pretty good track record in the primary. It doesn't always play out that way, but, you know, for the most part, he's done quite well. So he's also at, like, I don't know, the Marquette poll had him like around 88% approval rating with Republicans. He is popular with the base. So if you were at, at odds with the president... Maybe the base will hold that against you. Now, what's interesting with Wisconsin is that you go back to April 2016, Donald Trump did not do well in the primary here. In fact, he did fairly poorly. Uh, it was kind of like the the last end of the Never Trumpers. Um, talk radio was against him. You know, Governor Walker campaigned hard for Ted Cruz, all this kind of stuff. So a lot of Republican primary voters, you know, just two years ago had their issues with President Trump. So will they look back and say, well, I was where Leah was in March of 16, too, so I understand? Or will they say, you know what, that's not acceptable? I mean, it's hard to know, um, as it's the closing days, where folks are at when it comes to an issue like that. But the bottom line is that, you know, you can expect Donald Trump to be a big, big issue in a Republican primary these days. And finally, Wisconsin sales tax holiday just finished up. For the past five days, shoppers didn't have to pay sales taxes on clothing, computers, and school supplies with uh, some price limitations. Governor Walker signed a bill in April that created the one-time sales tax holiday. Democrats have blasted the move as an election year gimmick. What does the governor hope will come of this? Is he hoping the sales tax holiday will translate into more votes? Oh, he wants to drive a message that <clears throat> Republicans have been successful in the Capitol in terms of balancing the budget and growing growing revenues. And because they've done that, they're able to do things like the $100 per child tax credit or tax rebate that was done earlier this year, like the sales tax holiday. Um, to be quite honest, I mean, there are Republicans who weren't real big fans of the sales tax holiday. They thought it was kind of gimmicky. But there was a concern with that $100 per child rebate that it was only hitting a certain portion of the population. So by doing the sales rebate, you have a chance to hit everybody, theoretically, in Wisconsin. Um, they just want to drive a message that their priorities, their policies, have produced these good things. Now, Democrats obviously think these are poor use of resources and that we're, they're gimmicky, so they're going to push back on that. But that's what they're trying to do with things like this. Thanks for joining us, JR. Anytime. That's wispolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.